Hello, you're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason, your weekly comedy about tragedy. I'm your co-ho-ho-host, Kevin Held. And I'm your other co-ho-ho-host, Jason T. Gaffney. Hey, Jason. Happy holidays. Happy holidays! Thank you. I know we're both just staying in our rooms, pretty much, for... For Christmas. Merry, Merry Christmas. I'm hiding. <laughs> I hope everybody's pandemic holiday season is going well. What what have you been up to? I have been hiding in my house. <laughs> Weren't you I doing hope... a little stargazing this week? I did do some stargazing. I saw the Christmas star, which is actually planets, not a star. Uh, okay. Spoilers. But it was beautiful. <laughs> And Mars was also out, so shout out to Mars. If you're listening. <laughs> well, Jupiter and Saturn get all the love. Mars needs a little love, too. Okay, you're a big fan of Mars and not as much of Jupiter and Saturn? Or you were no, just... No, great. I, I love all planets equally. Oh, that's, that's very equanimous of you. Well, all my children deserve love. I mean, planets. All the planets deserve love. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think they care. But, <laughs> but that sounds nice. It sounds nice. You know, people were out looking at the stars and posting about it and stuff. And I was still at work. And that sounds nice to be out, be able to, you know, look outside. <laughs> well, everyone's bringing joy to everyone right now. And Absolutely. you're bringing extra joy to people because you're bringing them things. I'm bringing them stuff. Exactly. In this com- most commercial of all holidays, I am helping to bring you stuff as a worker at FedEx. And that is why we are not going to be doing an entire episode for you, an entire brand new episode for you this week. Ladies and gentlemen, we are doing our very first regifting in the hey. spirit of the season. Absolutely. Um, this week, we are bringing you a rerun of our episode 40, How Do You Solve a Problem Like Baby Jesus, the Christmas special. So we hope you enjoy it again, or for the first time, for new listeners or people who can't be bothered to go back that far. <laughs> and we're really excited to get back into the swing of things after Christmas. Yes. And uh, and thank you so much for listening. We appreciate thank you, everybody. The- we love you. Happy holidays, yeah. however you celebrate. Stay safe and happy. Yeah, happy holidays! You are now entering the Bright Your hosts are the intrepid and all-knowing Jason T. Gaffney and the insipid and unknowing Kevin Held. Join these two buddies as they explore history and find the bright side in shitty things. Ho, ho, hello! You're on the Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. I'm your co-host, Kevin Hill. And I'm your other co-host, Jason D. Gaffney. Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas! Or Happy Holidays. Or Happy Hanukkah. Depending on what you celebrate. Or Happy Kwanzaa. Uh, the war on Christmas has been lost, and here we are, <laughs> Good. liberals, Good. saying Happy Holidays. Good. Oh, Jesus wept. Yes, no. and I enjoyed every minute. <laughs> do you Cry, cel- bitch. Do you celebrate Hanukkah? I celebrate everything. Oh, fantastic. Because I am an equal opportunity holiday enthusiast. Like, even your birthday is... That, that's how much of an enthusiast <laughs> Jason T. Gaffney well, is that's the best about part. December. that He planned his birthday to be there. <laughs> Two weeks to the day before Christmas. Uh-huh. And so I always knew whatever day my birthday was, mm-hmm. was going to be Christmas. What? Oh, I guess so, yeah. So if it's a Monday, it's going to be a Monday. I, I understand what you mean. Yeah. By two weeks to the day. <laughs> 
No, other people didn't back in the day. No, I know. Our <laughs> listeners are very stupid. No. <laughs> That's not what I was saying. <laughs> but hey, it's it's Christmas time. Yes. And so we, we have a very special Christmas episode coming your way, everybody. We do, we do. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. You have plans to go away? I do. I'm going to go visit uh, my family. Me too. In uh, New England. Mm-hmm. And we're going to sing songs mm-hmm. and open presents mm-hmm. and sleep. That's Things sounds I haven't great. done in a long time. Traditional and wonderful. Yeah. Sounds good. And uh, eat stuff. I don't know. I hope. I would hope do. so. Yeah. Don't please don't I'm gonna spend a week not eating. <laughs> I can come back. I'm so heroin chic. <laughs> yeah, we're going to my mother's house as well for yep. a lot of it. We have time with uh, Nick's family here in LA, mm-hmm. and then up to uh, where my parents live near San Luis Obispo for the I rest of the that. time. All through New Year's. Like, I'm taking the entire time, you know. For the first time in, like, a decade, I have, like, the whole week off, so. I'm, I'm excited about that. And you know what I just realized? Mm. You and I have very similar family structures in that our spouse's families live in town. Oh, true. And our families live out of town. True. But mine, fortunately, are just, like, a three-hour drive away. That's true. I Yours, have to get on a plane. Yeah. And I don't like planes. No. As we've learned. You don't. So you <laughs> always... So whereas I... Where, <laughs> I love to drive. So I drive up to my family and I, I get there refreshed and happy and you come off a plane staggering and, like, drunk. Cause right. <laughs> well, <laughs> literally, <laughs> yeah. Because you need a little... little a little pick-me-up. Pick-me-down when yeah. <laughs> on a plane. Yeah, so uh, yeah, my, I always show up much happier to my family than you probably, but you need a little moment to relax and then you're better. Well, what's great is Massachusetts just legalized recreational marijuana. Yeah. And so my dad was like, I'm going to get you a little something for when you get off the plane. You just, you just <laughs> get off the plane and then get – so you get – High in the air, and then you get high on the ground. No, I get drunk in the air. Sure, drunk in the air, high on the ground. Yeah. Got it. And it's then, hard to keep uh, track of all the substances <laughs> you need to cope with your family. I <laughs> no, I love my family. It's a flight. Oh. <laughs> well, that's going to be wonderful. So we're taking like a week off. Yeah, we of the show. We so are. we'll be like back in two weeks. We will after miss the you. New years. We will miss you a lot. Don't worry about us missing this week, though. If you miss us, you can always. Tweet us at Brightside KNJ. That's true. And we will tweet you back. Yeah, we'll be out of the studio, but we are Americans, so we'll be constantly looking at our phones. <laughs> so and just wondering us. why more people aren't messaging us <laughs> in a state of I despair. I think that's the universal human condition. <laughs> so that's uh, that's exciting. We got some Christmas plans going away and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and I have a poll. Oh, could you put it away, please? <laughs> it's the North Pole. <laughs> Get it? Oh, Jesus No, Christ. but, but stay, follow us at Brightside K&J for polls next year. That should okay. be a lot of fun. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking forward to it. Yes, indeed. But uh, before we get to next year's show, let's do today's. I right? Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. So these, uh, so it's Christmas time, of course. Yay. And uh, my husband sent this along with me. Hold on. I have these things. And he sent these for us. I'm I have, excited. So this is from him. So, um... Some, you know, deep cut listeners of the show might know that my husband is the man who put together the opening, the intro to our show. Yeah. Uh, it's thank his you, voice Nick. on Thank You, Nick. We love you. Uh, and he's a great friend of the show. So he has now sent us these presents. I'm excited. It's for you. And we are going to open them, it's our not, Christmas presents. It's from... not going to be like one of those glitter bomb things that that guy made, is I it? really have no idea. Do you so know about that? I do know about that. I yeah. love that. It's, watch the video. It's so great. Uh, and I will. Let's, we... Yeah, let's open it. This okay. is for, for you and me and for my husband. I love this. I love the wrapping, by the oh, way. It, it is... says joy and what? Open it. Oh, my God. God. They are sweatpants with our logo (laughs) and stuff. That's so cute. 
They say the bright side with Kevin and Jason. I love. Oh wait, there's we're oh on the butt. Oh my god, and it's our pictures on the ass. <laughs> it's the greatest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> our logo is okay, on the front, and so, our pictures are on the butt. So check this out. He messaged me. Oh, I'm going to tell him to put this on and then sit on my face and tell me that you love me. (laughs) So he messaged me about two weeks ago saying, I want to get some pictures from the show. And I said, okay. And I was thinking like, oh, he's probably going to get you a really nice gift. I didn't know I was going to be included. You get get to sit on your own face too. I know. It's got us doing the double thumbs. Yes. This is amazing. That's really sweet. This really nice. I love this. Yeah. Yay. Nicholas, thank you. Merry Christmas. Oh, I love you. And now, Kevin, you need to check your email. Oh, God. Because I got Kevin a, a little Christmas gift to help him when he's working. What? It should be right there. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. You can do this? Yes. Oh, my God. You gave me a Starbucks card that I that's in my email? Correct. It's a paperless one. Ow. It, <laughs> I love it. Yay. Aww. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Jason knows me well, and he knows that I love Starbucks very, very much. I also am a big fan of not wasting paper and plastic, so this is perfect. Yay. I love it. Should we jump into the the show? Yeah, now? let's do this. I just feel have such a nice feeling now. Though. I know. Ah. So I, it's hard to it's hard to talk about a bright spot that isn't like that. Isn't just into Starbucks gift card. Uh, exa- yeah. Well, no, I mean it's you know the presents and like yeah. just wonderfulness and Christmas time. That's so sweet. Thank you. Um, it even, but it even said Merry Christmas. It is, and it says from Mason Gorfney because that's. That's that's your Hollywood mashup name. Yeah, yep, me husband. and my husband. <laughs> I love it. Um, but I do have a bright spot. If we should do that, we could talk yeah, about Yeah, let's do it. That I felt was very much in the spirit of Christmas, okay? Okay. So uh, Alabama, right? What? Yeah, Alabama. We're going down, way down to Alabama town. Uh, okay. Which is a state, but it's a town. <laughs> <laughs> so a while ago, we talked about how uh, the South can't handle snow. Yeah. And ice, right? Like yeah. there was an inch of snow in Atlanta and, uh, and they, they freaked out. Everyone died. Um, oh. Well, no. <laughs> and there's your bright spot. <laughs> in Alabama this week, the roads got a little icy. Okay. Okay. And uh, that made Wayne Price, who was driving a bus of elementary school children to Montevallo Elementary School, it made them go very slow. Okay. And so the bus was delayed in getting to school because of the icy roads. Okay. And because of that, the school ran out of time to serve breakfast. No. To the kids. Yeah. And so these elementary school kids were faced with the prospect. I don't understand this at all, but they were faced with the prospect of going all day into lunch with no food. That would make me hangry. And Mr. Price said that's not acceptable and bought 50 breakfast biscuits from McDonald's for his busload of children. He bought them himself. And he gave them to the kids because he did not want them to be hungry until lunch. What's his name? Wayne Price. Thank you, Wayne uh, Price. In Alabama, who serves the Montevallo Elementary School on a bus route. And he just did not think it was right that the kids would go all day without breakfast. And he took care of it himself. And I think that that was lovely and very much in the spirit of giving of the season. I love that. Me too. I just thought it was a sweet little story. You know, That makes me happy. Because that's the thing. Because the news is so insane right now... 
little things like that often get overlooked. Mm-hmm. And yeah, exactly. It's important like, to look for those. We have no Secretary of Defense anymore. Um, rats are leaving the ship, and uh, there's no functioning government. Yeah. <laughs> there's just one guy running it on his gut. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he probably has diverticulitis. But it's... Yeah, so that's like the majority... Like, everything is geared toward that. That's all the news is. You Which know, you is have to toxic. search. Yeah, yeah, you have to search for these other other things, but they're always happening. The good news is happening all the time too, and that's our yeah, that's our premise, and that's what I found this week. I love it. Me too. Shall we get into the Christmassy show? Yes. All right. I know I know nothing about what we're talking about this weekend, except that we're talking about something that's Christmas related, right? Correct. For a very special Christmas episode. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to go with Jingle Bells. I, I was like trying that. For that to sound like Jingle Bells, but I, I don't think it did. It kind of did. Okay. Ching, 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 ching. That's a little better. Okay. Add a little voice to it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a little elf. <laughs> not, not that voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You ready? Yeah, let's jump in. What are we talking about today? Merry Christmas. Christmas! Okay. <laughs> the 25th of December. Oh, oh, oh that's coming up. Presents. Mm-hmm. The Christmas tree. Yeah. You got it. Christmas? We're going to talk about the history of the origin of Christmas. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Okay, because I want to do uh, special episodes, you know, as holidays pop up and stuff. Yeah. So this is a very good place to start. Yeah, this one. Our inaugural Christmas episode. Inaug- yep. All right, so we've all come to know and love the 25th of December, unless you don't celebrate it, in which case just another crazy day, which right. is also Christmas. Right, which so. is so nuts. Yeah. Uh-huh. But did you know that for a very long time in our history, mm-hmm. it wasn't actually Christmas? Well, sure. I guess so, because the history is a little bit older than the last <laughs> 2018 years. You don't know that! I do know that a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. All right. In many, many cultures around the world would celebrate around that time, however, Mm -hmm. even though it wasn't Christmas yet. Okay. Because of the winter solstice. Gotcha. All right. 21st, right? December 21st. Yeah, the 21st is the winter solstice. Shortest day of the year. Yeah. Fantastic. Basically, winter's leaving. It wants to go home because (laughs) it fucked us and it doesn't want to get attached to us and forced into a relationship. Oh. That's the winter solstice. I see. Right? Gosh, it's so crazy that we go and get into these cyclical relationships every year. I know. It's when like, will we learn? Well, you know, you go to the the seasons, mm-hmm. the four seasons. Mm-hmm. You get a drink. Winter comes over and goes, "Hey, baby, mm-hmm. I know you're mad at me from last year." And who doesn't like like just a cold gentleman? You know, yeah. let me snow on your chest. Oh, he's hot and <laughs> cold at the same time. <laughs> Give you a snowball necklace. Oh, Lord. <laughs> It's like a pearl necklace. Uh, I know what it's like. (laughs) It's like lean in, baby. Every snowflake is unique. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So terrible. (laughs) I love it. All right. So such examples of winter solstice celebrations Mm -hmm. are as such. The Norse people would start to party on the 21st of December. Mm-hmm. And, and not stop until 1784. Yeah. <laughs> and they can party. They uh, basically would get a bunch of really big pieces of wood. Okay. Right? They hit would, each other with them. They would take this super large wood, uh-huh. and they would place them in yeah. a large fire. Oh, okay. So not each other's butts. Oh, darn. So... The Norse people would eat nonstop until the fire finished burning completely. Whoa. It would take anywhere from like 10 days to almost two weeks to burn out. Oh my God. They're just like, nom, nom, nom. I like food, food, food. Wow. Yum, yum, yum. Merry Christmas. I want to be at that party. Yeah. I'm like, all right, is there going to be pasta? 
Because if there's pasta, I'm in. You would eat pasta for two weeks. Yeah, yeah that's what would. I do in that's my life. That's all you do anyway. Yeah. I had the tortellini. Yeah. Oh, you did? Yeah. How was it? It's so good. Good. <laughs> I'm so excited. <laughs> the logic was that when the fire was burning, it would spark. And every single spark was a new piggy or cow baby that the pigs and cows would give birth to next year. So they wanted a lot of sparks. Oh. They're like, you better spark, bitch. Okay. And the fire's like, spark, spark, spark. <laughs> and they're like, three new pigs, yes! Oh my god. <laughs> it's totally a valid way of predicting how they're going to live next year. Absolutely. And how many animals no, I see no, nothing wrong with the science of this. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Another reason that a lot of Europeans celebrated the solstice was mm-hmm. that they would kill off a ton of the cows because they didn't have to worry about feeding them. And what? Because so it's winter and it's hard to feed cows when oh. there's no grass. Sure. It's really shitty for the cows. But well, sure. Because they killed all the cows, they're like, we can't just like kill them and not eat them and not waste the food. Like we gotta, we gotta eat this cow. So they would kill the cows because they couldn't feed them anymore, and then they would feed them, gorge themselves on cows. Yeah. Uh, after that, on yeah. beef. I'm gonna have so much. Be- I'm gonna be rich in iron. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Not a lot of anemia in Europe at that time. Yeah, that's cool. So another thing I learned about was that this time most of the beer and wine that would be made during the year would become complete, and. It would be ready by, yeah. like, December. It would not just be, like, a weird sort of gross liquid. Sense. It would be, like, full-on, like, we're going to get crunk. Sure. That makes sense because, like, you would have the harvest in the fall. Right. And then it would ferment yeah. and do the things it needed to do over the fall and winter. And then by the end of the year, it would be ready to go. Yeah. I like the idea. And there's no, you know, more... And all your, you killed all your cows. Yeah. You've got nothing left to do. <laughs> there's no, you know, TV hasn't been invented yet. Yeah. And uh, there's no internet. So all you can do is eat beef and get drunk. Yeah. And it to me, oh, it's like... Oh, God, it sounds like a nice vacation. It's basically the first cruise buffet. <laughs> yeah, completely. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Ooh, this year's cruise is a little chilly. But, man, the cow selection is just bountiful. Incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Morning, noon, and night. There's and that just beer... It's Pieces just... of cows to eat. <laughs> I got a cow head the other day. I can't believe it. I, I got didn't even a expect hoof? it. Yeah. I didn't even know. A tail? Yeah. Like, just every... Name a part of a cow. A penis. I ate it. Yeah. <laughs> I ate it. Couldn't you better it. eat that cow it penis. It was amazing. <laughs> Merry Christmas. <laughs> all right. So, basically, you have a ton of people who are like, the world fucking sucks right now. Sure. It's dark all the time. I'm cold. But, hey, we made it. Mm-hmm. Time to get fucking trashed, kill right. a bunch of animals, and gorge ourselves. So every so this is we're in Europe still. Yeah, or, yeah kind of the Europe. They, this is the European fashion. Okay, so right? they like survived another year. Yeah, I think it's premature because December is really. I mean, you know, sure, it's, you've got through the longest day of the year. It's not January, February. You've still got January and February to get through. Yeah, I think that February is the hardest. Yeah, myself. February but, is a rough month. But if you're going to do that, then I think it's best to get yeah very drunk in December yeah. so that you can fortify. <laughs> yourself for January and February. For the coming. Yes. <laughs> yes. All right. So, mm-hmm. at this time, however, the Roman Empire was existing. Okay. And they were a little less crazy. Were they? A little bit. Okay. We're going to get there. Okay. Right. All right. So, they would participate in Saturnalia. Oh. It was a holiday for Saturn, who was the god of agriculture. Okay, Among sure. other things. The gods were like, I'm the god of this, 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 right. and this. Mm-hmm. Because, you know... Because there's sense. a lot of things in the world. Yeah, well, make different gods. If no, you're going to be a pagan... You don't want one god. You don't want an entire god just for pool tiles. Yeah. All right, that needs to be folded in. <laughs> I want a god for stub toes. I want a god for diarrhea. 100%. I want a god for 
computers. No, that's way too many gods. Like, <laughs> like they already had a lot of gods. They yeah. needed to double up. The god of pencil sharpeners doesn't have a ton to do. Are you kidding? There's thousands of pencils that need sharpening every day. Okay, but but very few mishaps that would cause a person to pray to a god of pencil sharpeners is oh, my point. Oh, Lord, I hope my pencil sharpener is sharp enough. Exactly. And then and then the god would visit be like, fine, oversee that situation. You're yeah. good. But that doesn't happen all that much. Well, then they got to pray them. Otherwise, you're going to make them blades dull. Well, sure, yeah. So I'm, But I'm just saying... Jesus Christ, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Saying that you don't want a god just for pencil sharpeners, and that's all he does. Their name is Pensile. Oh, fuck you. (laughs) All right, so the Romans would eat and drink a fuck ton as well, right? Good. For about a month. Okay. And in some cases, for a day... The slaves and the masters would trade place. Really? Like a very high-functioning versus BDSM couple. I'll say. And, uh, that they, is hot. They would, cho- they would close the schools and shops so everyone could participate. In Saturnalia? Yeah. Not in, in the BDSM. Well, yeah, no. In the... <laughs> Not in the role play. Yeah. That's really interesting. I, I imagine that would be so weird, though. If you're a servant, basically yeah. a slave in a household for yeah. a long time, but then t- today you get to be master, but you know tomorrow you're not anymore, so you probably watch your step pretty well. Pretty all hard. I can think about is that if I were turned into master, I'd be like, "Kill all the masters! <laughs> like we're done! <laughs> like this is not hard." Well, that's the thing. I think that the I think it was a kind of a wink and a nod. I don't think the uh, quote unquote you know servant for the day would uh, do it. Right. Yeah. Right. So. The, the servant's like, yes, feed me that grape. Thank you very much. I really appreciate this. I'll make sure to feed you 10 more. <laughs> exactly. All right. They didn't just slaughter all the cows and stuff, right? No. They just, like, ate a lot and drank a lot. Okay. And probably fucked a lot. Probably. So if Saturnalia wasn't enough, the Romans would also celebrate Juvenalia hmm. on the solstice itself, celebrating the babies and the kids of the Roman Empire. Oh. Because those... oh, it's the shortest day. You celebrate the shortest people. Yeah. Sure. They would also celebrate the birthday of the god Mithra, okay, who was basically the god of the sun, oh. who could not be defeated. He no. was like, I cannot be defeated. I am the god of the sun. Every day you think you did defeat him, he just rises again yeah. the next day, and you're like, ah, oh, I thought I got him that time. Yeah. This would take place on the 25th of December. Oh, really? And for No a, matter what? Yep. Yeah. Oh. And for a large portion of Romans, it was the most holy day of the year. Really? Like, big fucking, like, it's a big deal. Like, this is the day. The celebration of Mithra. Yeah. Okay. You did not want to mess up and forget about it. People would be pissed. They'd be like, how the hell did you forget about Mithra? I thought it was a myth. <laughs> that was a really good dad joke. Thank you. That was... <laughs> I'm, like, mad and not mad at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where I that's live. That's the perfect... Yeah. <laughs> that's where I live. You live in a very precarious place. Yeah. All right. So, basically, this is how it was for a really long time, right? Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, we're getting drunk and killing cows, or Mithra, Mithra, Mithra. Sure. All right. So, like, the end of December has, for a lot of cultures, has been a time of celebration for a lot of different reasons. Right. Okay. So, Christianity... I would love Christianity to come in here and swoop in and co-opt other people's celebrations uh, and then call them new Christian holidays. Can we have that happen, please? Well, okay. Christianity yeah. basically would strike the Roman Empire. Yeah. Not with consent. No. And suddenly a ton of Romans were like, I love Jesus. Yeah. I rebuke all my pagan gods. Sure. Jesus, Jesus, Saturn's Jesus. like, what did I ever do to you? <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> Mithra's like, I might not even rise tomorrow. Yeah, and they're like, whatever, Mithra. So sad. Yeah, hashtag over it. <laughs> so Christianity's taken over, right? Yeah. But they wouldn't really celebrate... That can't have bad implications. Yeah, they wouldn't really celebrate the birth of Jesus for a really long time. Really? The big day for Christians was Easter. It was mm. like the rebirth of Jesus. Sure. So birth one, whatever. Everyone gets born one. Right. Born twice. Now oh, there's a story. God. It's like the rock star with the beetle. They're like, ah, yeah, ah, that's awesome. Oh, you were born. <laughs> Congratulations. So was I. Wait a minute. You died and then you were born. What? We gotta have a party. <laughs> party, dude. Yes. All right. So it wouldn't be until the fourth century mm-hmm. until Christians would finally make the bold move to turn the day of his tender birth into a holiday. Really? His first birth. Sure. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Historians think that this happened around 336 AD. All right. So, you know, near Hypatia time. I wonder, Yeah, exactly. I wonder if we should start calling it BCE, though. Or CE. CE? What's CE? Common Era. Because that's, that's how we mark it now. There's not BC and AD anymore. What? Yeah. Oh. There's you're teaching me things. BCE and CE. To I, take Christ out of it. BCE means before, before common. common Era. And CE means Common Era. Great. All right. I mean, it's the same exact distinction of, like, like cut yeah. off of time, but it just takes Christ out of it. I'm all about that. I'm going to do that from now on. So okay. basically, historians think this happened around 336 CE. Right. Common oh, Era. How exciting. Yeah, right. All right. The church... Great. I'm, oh, I love, how, I love how excited you are for I'm just taking so... God out of it. <laughs> That's wonderful. Yeah. Oh, it's so great. You're such an atheist. I, I love know. it. <laughs> You're like a joyful atheist. That's great. I, here's the thing. Wait a minute. I can remove God from something? Yeah. Celebrate your religion. Oh, Do yeah. what makes you happy. Fantastic. But I'm going to celebrate my non-religion. I love it. So, okay. So the church didn't know when baby Jay was born, though, right? Uh-huh. The church is like... How do we solve this? How do you solve a problem like Baby J? <laughs> How do you solve a problem like Christ's birthday? How do you solve a thing that you don't know? <laughs> it could have been in July or August or May. <laughs> Since it never happened, we don't know. <laughs> Damn. Damn, Daniel. You came in here with your fancy shoes and you stomped all over that shit. Damn. <laughs> All right. Anyway. So, near 200 CE, uh-huh. Clement of Alexandria, a Christian theologian, would mm-hmm. write, quote, There are those who have determined not only the year of our Lord's birth, but also the day. Oh, wow. He would then name, like, 15 different dates. What? All over the year. He's like, it's one of these 15 dates. That's amazing. <laughs> so, basically, they figured it out. But not at all. I love it. Because it was like... either May or August or November. Sure. Yeah. So, basically, they opted to pick a date mm-hmm. of their own choosing. Sure. They were at first searching for the actual date, right? Because they do wanted to be, they wanted to be as historical yeah, as they could let's be. let's be scientific about it. Yeah. But they couldn't figure it out. However, many people think that it was during the spring because of all the animals and shepherds because people give me a fucking break they only shepherd during the spring for god's sake i can only bring the sheep out in the spring ma (laughs) can't do it in fucking winter they're in the desert and there's still an there's still an ass don't be ignorant in december in the desert there's no ass in the desert and ma there's like there's no i in team there's no ass in the desert (laughs) there is an ass in my desert uh yes i don't know what that means ew (laughs) your ass is like an oasis in the desert (laughs) it's so moist (laughs) (laughs) 
and it's filled with fluid. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, I'm so terrible today. Oh, yes. I love this. Merry Christmas, everyone. Oh. All right. The church basically looked around, right, mm-hmm. and saw that people were still celebrating the winter solstice in Saturnalia. Yeah. And they were like, oh, but they're Christians, but that's not a good idea. Yeah, they're like, that's some pagan shit. Mm-hmm. Stop that. Don't want that. So they opted for December 25th. Why? Just to have their own brand new celebration that they just invented take over the days that people were going to be celebrating anyway? Yeah. So, okay. Mm-hmm. They even gave specific reasons for this. St. Augustine of Hippo. Yes, okay. that's his name. All right, all he right, calm the, down. He was the bishop of Hippo. Yeah, okay, he wasn't Regis. the patron saint of Hippo. Okay, hey, calm down. Hippo. Is... <laughs> oh, Jesus. I'm so excited about this when I saw this. I was like, Hippo. All right, so Hippo Regius is a city in Africa, which is amazing, and I have to go visit. Okay. Hippo. All right, wow. so the bishop of Hippo okay. would say during a Christmas Day ceremony, quote, He said, <laughs> That's such a cute hippo noise. Thanks. I love hippos. All right. (laughs) So he would say, quote, Hence it is that he was born on the day which is the shortest in our earthly reckoning and from which subsequent days began to increase in length. He, therefore, who bent low and lifted us up, chose the shortest day, yet the one whence light begins to increase. So, first of all, they're wrong. It's the 21st, that's not the, the 25th. 21st. Like, right? That's the winter solstice on the 21st. So, he's claiming that Jesus picked the 25th because it's the shortest day and he's going to help humanity through the hard time. Right. Again, and wrong. he was given the option. Right. So, here's the best thing. Mm-hmm. Another reason that was given was that the spring equinox, which is considered the date in which the creation of the world happened, okay. and the fourth day of God work involved there being light, which I thought it was the first day. I thought it was like started with let there be light. I literally have no idea what you're talking about. Basically, nine months after the spring equinox and plus four days is the 25th of December. Okay. So this was their logic. They're like, he's like a baby and his gestation period is nine months after the creation of everything. Still forgetting the four days. Yeah. Well, plus four days. (laughs) So, come on. And I'm like, okay, that works, except for the fact that it's been billions of years since anything's been created. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work. Yeah. You think <laughs> baby Jesus in heaven was offered, hey, when do you want to be born? And the baby Jesus was like, well, I really want to be born on the 25th. So I would love to be miraculously conceived on the spring solstice because my gestation is going to be nine months and four days. So that makes a lot of sense to me. <laughs> yeah. All right. And God was like, sure, no problem. Yeah. Anything for my baby. Bum, 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 bum. I don't know. I don't know why he's singing now. I just started singing and it's so I uncomfortable. Did, yeah. Did God just be, did, did God just start like a soul song? A nice R&B groove about his way. own son? That's creepy, man. God loves everyone. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, either. <laughs> so whatever the reason was. The 25th was chosen, mm-hmm. and it would be named the Feast of the Nativity. Uh-huh. All right, spoilers. It was chosen because that was fucking the day of Mithra, Mithra right? The day of Mithra. It was the holiest day yeah. of the pagans. And so and they so wanted like, to yeah, take it, yeah. Right. They took it. They All just right. took it. They, they they chose the holiest day of the pagans and took it. Yeah. And then backtracked and said, there's lots of like spiritual reasons we're doing this. Right. All right, so... That make a lot of sense, and, and you are going to hell if you don't believe us. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So basically, it would be called the Feast of the Nativity. Mm-hmm. And its spread would be slow. Most people would not accept it right away. Mm-hmm. 
But Egypt would be like, yeah, cool, let's do this. Nice. Starting in around 432 CE. All right. I'm so excited about that. I'm glad for you. And it would take another almost 100 plus years-ish to take over England. It's okay. Catholics are playing the long game here. Yeah. Eventually, it would get to the Norse people in around the 8th century. Yeah. You know, slow and steady wins the Christmas ham. By the way, I love your sparky... Bonfire thing. Yeah, Love great. that. Thanks. Yeah. Great. Really nice. Yeah. By the way, okay. don't mean to take away any of your, you know, cultural traditions and yeah. your personal identity, but you're going to go to hell if you keep doing that. What? Yeah. Yeah. What, There's what? actually, we, the 25th is actually kind of Jesus's birthday. What? So all of this sparky pigs and cows and the bonfire thing is not going to work for us anymore and we're sending you to hell if you keep doing it. You're sending me to Love hell? Love it, though. Love it. How I do Love you... it. What? But you can't. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's good enough for me. Great. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Love God. <laughs> so, okay. It wouldn't become known as Christmas because it's called the, the you know fe- Feast of the Nativity, right? Okay. Until much later. Okay. And from what I've been able to find, it seems like it's called that because it was slang for Christ's Mass. I would... I've always thought that. Is that not true? It is. Okay. Uh, but I didn't know that. Well, that's a very Catholic thing to have a Mass for this or that. Yeah. Well, right. here's the best part. People are notorious for forming new words and such, like me. And so I was really excited sure, about yeah. this. I was like, oh my God, Christ's mass. Mm-hmm. Christ's They're mass. not talking about how much he weighs, I assume. Yeah. <laughs> We're celebrating Christ's mass. <laughs> 17 <laughs> kilos. <laughs> Christ, our, our Lord was born on this day at 8 pounds 4 ounces. <laughs> And everyone's like, whoa, what? Oh, God. I got to kill a cow and eat it. I'm so fucking excited. how I deal with everything. Yeah, let's get drunk. (laughs) That means eight drinks, eight and and six eighth drinks. (laughs) Love it. So, all right. Well, Christmas was born, finally, from the slang. All right. As we talked about before, the date was picked basically to snuff out all the other festivals. Sure. They were like, yeah. you need to stop false god worship mm-hmm. and worship the baby Jesus mm-hmm. because he is going to... Because he's so awesome, we're yeah. celebrating both his birthdays now. Exactly. All right. So, but here's the thing. The Christians actually fucked themselves a bit. Oh. Because of the date they picked. I, that's that's exciting. So, How'd yeah. they do that? The holiday took Are, off. Is it because your birthday's in December and you're mad about it? God. <laughs> It's not, no. not all about you, jeez. It's all about me. <laughs> yeah. All right. They did fuck themselves, though. Okay. The holiday took off, and people were like, okay, let's... But in all seriously, they fucked themselves. Yeah, really badly. Mm-hmm. Um, they were like, let's do this. The people were like, ah, okay, new holiday, we can do this. Uh-huh. But they refused to give up the festivities that they would do from their prior pagan shenanigans. They're I like, see. I'm going to celebrate Jesus, like you said, uh-huh. but I'm still going to burn a lot of wood and kill a lot of animals and eat them uh-huh. and get drunk. Uh-huh. But yay, Jesus, little flag. I see. So they didn't change any of their traditions. They just renamed what they were doing it for? Exactly. I see. Yeah. So basically, uh, the Christians were like, wait, we wanted you to just go to church and not be drunk and fuck Uh each other. Okay. Uh Uh-oh. All right. By the Middle Ages, the pagan holidays were no longer celebrated in name at this point. The, the Christ, sure. Christmas is now officially the name. Right. But they were, now, they were still celebrated in spirit and okay. in activity. Okay, so don't get me wrong. The people would do what the church wanted first, which was for them to all go to church and be holy, right? Mm-hmm. But then they would leave church. They would go home and fuck like rabbits. Basically. They would get yes! shit-faced, kill the cows, eat them, and then get fucking crazy and fuck a lot. I love it. Yeah. 
History.com. Oh, that's great. History.com basically compared the Feast of the Nativity, mm-hmm. or Christmas, to that of Mardi Gras today. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, that's great. See, I would. I want my first birthday to be celebrated that way. Right. I don't want to see why Jesus wouldn't. I love the idea of guys with rosary beads throwing them out to nuns who flash them. Like, <laughs> oh, God. It's like, you better show them titties for Jesus. <laughs> oh, and the geez. nun's like, ooh. <laughs> Another round of rosaries for Mary. Oh, wow. But honestly, the celebration was, like, wild. Yeah. And they had so many shadows of Saturnalia. I love the origin of Mardi Gras beads. Yeah. So, for example, every year, a beggar or a student or a poor person would be picked. Mm -hmm. Similar to Saturnalia, like the slaves being the master, right? And the poor person, beggar, or student would be crowned the, quote, Lord of Misrule. Whoa. Yes. Where was this? Europe. Okay. So everyone would become the, the new lord's subjects for the day. And they would then travel around from rich person to rich person and demand to be fed and given lots of drinks to drink and get drunk. Wow. That's cool. I want to be the Lord of Misrule. This this is the best part. The rich people had to comply or the people and the the Lord of Misrule and the subjects would trash their house. Fuck yes. They'd be like, you're not going to give me food? Smash that lamp. Show them we mean business. And they totally would. Yeah. It was like the origin of the mafia. Right. (laughs) Yes. It's a nice, uh, nice house. Yeah, yeah, thank you. It's a shame if something happened to it. Oh, God, it's the Lord of Misrule. (laughs) The idea was that the Lord of Misrule and the the poor people getting lots of food and drink Mm -hmm. was the way that rich people would repay society for one night, basically. The poor would be... Society? Yeah. One person in each town? Yep. That's just the way you think, isn't it, you rich people? Yeah, well, it's like... You're going to treat one guy nice once a year. Yeah. No, that is not the spirit of whatever the fuck we're celebrating. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. But it's it's basically like the Roman slave owners being like, not cool, I own you and I can send it to you to die whenever, but yeah, for one day you get to pretend to be But here's a grape. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 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 Um, All right. So, more or less, the world is now taking to Christmas, right? Yeah. Or are they? I don't know. Every Christmas needs a Scrooge, right? For sure. Yeah, okay. So, in the 17th century, there were a lot of people who were like, Christmas is a bit much. It's a little bit extra. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> we need to outlaw it. Outlaw Christmas? Yes. Wow. You see, the Puritans hated it because... Really? The date wasn't accurate. And they knew it was what? basically a But pagan. we have all these reasons for it. Yeah. It was the nine months after the first year of stubbing the toe of the tide of, totally. the, of the red and the pigs and the... Don't make him go into it all. <laughs> it just makes sense. Respect the Bishop of Hippo. Respect him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the Bishop of Hippo says stands. <laughs> yeah, but all he said was... <laughs> exactly. If you don't understand it, get out. If that's not justification enough for you, I don't know how to help you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So basically, the Puritans are like, the date's not accurate, and they knew it was basically a pagan celebration with a Christian logo on it. I love that. They're like, fuck this shit. That's great. All right. Bring it, it Puritans. In addition. Except for, you know, how you fucked us all for years. Yeah. If that wasn't enough, gift giving was starting to become a thing. Okay. And although it wouldn't and really. Puritans hate that. Well, yeah. Basically, <laughs> they were like, no frivolous stuff. No. No gifts. No. No pretty cloth. Jesus didn't no. come to earth so we could give each other trinkets. No Christmas trees. That's not how you no save your Yule life. No Yule logs. Mm-hmm. No happiness. No. Be mad. I will. All right. Basically, gift giving meant the holiday was becoming more about people's families and friends over that of Jesus. Oh. 
the reason for the season. I'm a Puritan and I like Jesus only. Nah. No. Nah. I don't even like it when I have a good poop. <laughs> so basically, the Puritans would oust the king, King mm-hmm. Charles I. Okay. And so Oliver Cromwell would take over England in 1645. Awesome. And they were like, we're going to make everyone wear plain clothing. Oy. And no more celebrations over the top. Yeah. And they effectively acted as the Grinch and canceled Christmas. Sure. Well, Oliver Cromwell was the first Republican nominee for <laughs> king. <laughs> so before long, the people of England were like, um... I, think I miss I the orgies. Do you better. miss the orgies? Yeah, I do. I, I liked it better before when I could celebrate. Yeah, last year I got um, a nice Christmas ham, and I got to have sex with a lot of people. Yeah. And now I'm just wearing brown clothes. And there's no ham. And I get nothing. Yeah, no sex. I did prefer last year. Yeah. You? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there were a lot of them titties out. Yes. I like them titties. I like them titties, too. Yeah, and there were so many rosary I beads. Think it, I think I'd rather go to hell than yeah. live like this. Yeah, this is just quite... I'm already in hell. Mm. So, basically, the people would revolt against the Puritans, mm-hmm. and King Charles II, the son of King Charles I, mm-hmm. would be given the throne back, and Christmas was restored in 1660. Thank goodness. Yes. So many people still found the holiday distasteful, though. Sure. Especially the Puritans. Lots of people find lots of things distasteful. Right. There's no reason that we shouldn't all get crazy commercial and materialistic around at this time. Exactly. I want gifts. That's right. All right. So the Puritans were not done hating Christmas after this. The Puritans aren't done hating anything. (laughs) So they were like, you know what? Fine. Fine. We can't be on Christmas. Fine. (laughs) We're going to America. That's what they did. I know. They said, fuck you. Fuck this. We're going to America and there will be no Christmas. There's no Christmas in the new world. Yeah, no Christmas. Only Thanksgiving. (laughs) They're like, no Christmas. No Christmas. Not funny. No Christmas. (laughs) So they get there. And from 1659 until 1681, it was against the law to celebrate Christmas. What? And you would owe five shillings if caught celebrating in any way. No. None of it. I want to see brown clothes. I want to see despair. Is that a ribbon? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All of America wasn't this way, though, right? No. Jamestown was like, we cool with Christmas. Let's party. Didn't they all die? I, I don't know. Yeah, okay. But they celebrated before they died. Cool. Because of the puritanical ways, December 25th wouldn't be officially a federal holiday until June 26th, 1870. You're kidding. In the United States. You're kidding. Yeah. Because different states would celebrate it, but right. the, but the New England was like, no, no. So, like, as more people came across with their Christmas traditions, yeah. they would they celebrate would, it, yeah. and people, there were fewer and fewer Puritans to rule everything. Right. And so it got to be larger and larger, but it wasn't an official holiday until when? 18... 1870. That's after the Civil War. Correct. Holy fuck. Yeah. Okay. And for a hot minute... It wasn't the same Christmas that we've come to know and love. It was a hot mess holiday. Really? Yeah. I love a hot mess holiday. Yeah. Although, to be fair, a lot of people's Christmases today are hot messes. Oh, yeah. So let's <laughs> Everyone just screaming at that. each other. Mm-hmm. This is why I don't normally come visit you. <laughs> oh, get out of my house! I think I saw a quick like headline about or a tweet, maybe, from somebody that they had blocked Fox on their parents' television. <gasps> and now I want to do that thing. For Christmas? And then, like, put it back on when I leave, maybe. Ooh. Thinking about it. I think you should just block it and then not... And tell them it shut down. Do you know about the person that did that at the bar? 
No. They went to a bar and it was playing, and then they blocked the bar from being able to watch it with parental controls and left. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. So, all right. Anyway, I want to do that. Yes. Yeah. Anyway, so it's a hot mess holiday, right? Sure. It wasn't even until the 19th century that people in America would really celebrate Christmas, right? And by then, it was now becoming a weird hybrid version of the holiday. Uh, how so? Okay. Um, Just leave it to the goddamn Puritans to mess us up with Christmas for years, hundreds yeah, of years. Basically. Damn Puritans. Yeah. You can't celebrate. I want to. I just, I wrapped this pig's foot. I just want to give it to my mommy. No. Five shillings. It's her favorite thong. And I'm confiscating the pig's foot. Mom. You're going to eat it, aren't you? Yes. I don't like you. Yes. All right. So, in 1819, mm-hmm. Washington Irving, a best-selling author, sure. would write about Christmas and influence everyone to take part in the ceremony. Oh. So, he's like, people, it's starting to pick up steam in the early 1800s, but okay. like it wasn't until late 1800s that people were like, yeah. All right. So he would take all the best parts of the traditions around the world and create this idealized version mm. of the holiday inspiring everyone. Okay. So then he wrote a book about Christmas, mm-hmm. and it would be called The Sketchbook of Joffrey Cran Gent. Really? Yeah. And it was a bunch of vignette stories about the history of Christmas. Okay. Yeah. And, and the holiday and everything. Sure. So the book would talk about how everyone was peaceful and the lord of a manor in England would invite the peasants in for feasting and such. Mm-hmm. And he would talk about how the lord of misrule and all that would take place. Really? Yeah. And he's like, all these old traditions of right. trees and yule logs, all the pagan shit. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's so peaceful and lovely and wonderful because pagans really were peaceful and lovely and wonderful. <laughs> They're just like... They get such a bad rap. I know. They're like, I just want to worship the sun. Mm-hmm. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, the best part is that his idealized version of the holiday was never a holiday that he had experienced himself. Well, no, because he doesn't come from every European tradition. Right. Well, we basically, he looked up all the stuff and made a super peaceful version of the crazy party day. <laughs> yeah. And it took off. Oh. So suddenly people are like, wait. It's not just like Mardi Gras? Oh. Okay. I guess I can get my kids involved. Really? So Irving also had a little bit of help from the UK with Charles Dickens' story, A Christmas Carol. Sure. His story was, uh, for all of you that don't know this, was all about being- Where the fuck have you been living? (laughs) It's all about being good to people all around you and how even when you're rich, you have a responsibility to help out those who are less wealthy. Mm -hmm. Um, But don't take his word for it, rich people. Yeah. So, in addition to this, I learned that this time of history was filled with parents who were all about children being seen and not heard. Oh. They're like, you not speak to me? Yeah. Just stand in the corner and stare at me with sad eyes. Yes, mommy. Don't speak! Hmm? So, that that idea was breaking, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Parents were now becoming more loving of their kids. They're like, you can come sit on the couch with me, but don't talk! (laughs) But you may sit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but it still wasn't so cool. This is this is around when children didn't have to stand twenty four hours a day. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah. It's a good change. Yeah. So basically, it still wasn't cool to give them everything they wanted though, because they no. didn't want to spoil them. Don't the spoil whole, the children. Like, spare the rod, spoil the child, kind of deal. Right. So the Victorians give them a bike, spoil the child. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that phrase exactly. So the Victorians were. That's all... how my parents always said it. Yeah. So yeah. no bike for you. No, I would no. Am I spoiled? <laughs> Ah. No. No. So I didn't have a bike. Tubular. <laughs> I don't know why I said that. They gave me bike tubes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> you had to make your own bike. I had bike. to build my own bike. Yeah. I can't make rubber, so they gave me those. Oh. I was very self-actualizing child. Good. Mm-hmm. 
good. I like that. Mm-hmm. So the Victorians are all like, I can get around the whole, like, don't spoil kids by giving them things mm-hmm. by giving my kids a fuck ton of presents on Christmas. And then I'm not spoiling them because it's allowed because Santa brought them the gifts. Oh. Right? Okay. Oh, so it's fine for Santa to spoil your children. Right. Wow. Exactly. So we have we have parents' love for their children to thank for all this commercialism? Yes. I'm kind of okay with it then. So, all right. <laughs> Christmas is now gaining in popularity. Sure. And the locals in the UK and the USA were all like, we need to participate in this holiday the best way ever. By buying everything there is yes. in the whole world. They would basically look over at the poor immigrants to see what they were doing and would culturally appropriate how they did Christmas ah. to make their Christmas that we know and love our Christmas. Well, they are truly Americans now. And uh, they created a Franken holiday. Great. So basically all the things we do are like a combo of all the holidays around the world, right. basically. Right, right. All holidays are kind of made up to an extent, though, right? Well, and, uh, I mean, yeah. I kind of want to bring back the debauchery Christmas. Well, you can. I want to be like... The thing. You can make your own Christmas Yeah, now. just a Christmas with a bunch of people wearing reindeer antlers and thongs. If there's one thing I've learned... I love, I love that. If there's yeah. one thing I learned <laughs> from uh, Hallmark movies is that you make your own Christmas. Oh. As long as it looks like everyone else's Christmas. But you make it your own. Like just blonde people. Right, by being your version of white. Super Aryan. Mm-hmm. All right, so we have a little bit of extra time. Yay! So I want to tell you a holiday tale that, oh. sh- in my opinion, mm-hmm. that shows the true spirit of Christmas. Tell me a story. Are you ready? Yes. It would take place during a very dark time in our world's history. Oh, good. World War One. Fun. Picture it. The trenches of World War One on Christmas Eve, 1914. I think I know the story you're talking about, and it is absolutely awesome. Yeah. Okay. So the I'm war. Just gonna listen. The war was only just getting started. I can't just listen. Tell me more. And the two sides were deeply entrenched in their trenches. Yeah. Because well, it was trench war. Because that's what trenches are. Yeah. All right. Because if you're not deeply entrenched in a trench, you're gonna die. Yeah. I've learned that. Yeah. How? How'd you learn that? Don't worry about it. Keep telling the story. Okay, so then something quite miraculous started. Okay. There would be carol singing from the Germans, Hmm. and then the British would sing one. Mm -hmm. So Graham Williams, one of the soldiers, he would be quoted in the New York Times saying, quote, Mm -hmm. when we started up, O come all ye faithful, the Germans immediately joined in singing the same hymn to the Latin words, Adeste Fidelis. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, this is really a most extraordinary thing. Two nations both singing the same carol in the middle of the war. Wow. Right? So then, according to reports, both sides would wake up the next morning, and they started calling out Merry Christmas to each other. Hmm. The Germans would hold up a sign basically saying, if you don't shoot, we won't shoot. And then everyone left their trenches and celebrated together. Wow. During this time, over 100,000 troops, about two-thirds of all the active troops, participated in the truce. Wow. And they would exchange gifts with each other, consisting consisting of, but not limited to, hats, buttons, food, and of course, the most coveted, cigarettes. Sure. And, like uh, what they had on them. Yeah, basically. Uh, and, this uh, isn't wrapped very nice, but we're at war, so I'll forgive it this time. Oh, it could be nine. <laughs> You are not? Yeah, I do. I... <laughs> Shut it, fight up! <laughs> That's great. So during this time, they were actually able to collect their dead and bury them properly. Mm-hmm. Uh, in some cases, there were pig roasts, and other cases, drunken celebrations. Cool. And for the first time since the war had started, it was silent of gunfire and explosions. Mm. And in one case, a German barber gave a British man a haircut. Huh. And some of the soldiers played soccer or football with each other. Wow. In some cases, the ceasefire lasted only Christmas Day. But in others, it lasted until the New Year. 
Whoa. Basically showing that the soldiers didn't want the war, and the people in charge were the heavy players in the war. Wow. So the people were like, why can't we just get along? Mm -hmm. So the reigning pope at the time... But then it was like, it's a new year, (laughs) and uh, we're back to war. Yeah. Yeah. So the reigning pope, Pope Benedict XV... Whoa. ...had suggested a truce earlier that year for Christmas, but everyone in charge was like, fuck off, pope! (laughs) But it still happened. Wow. Basically, his suggestion kind of rumbled through the ranks. Got into the men. Yeah. Right. And it's actually held as one of the most momentous moments in history mm. because there has never been another like it. There's right. Never, ever. Generally in war, there is no peace until one side is the victor. And even then, it takes a long time for things to settle because right. there's unrest after a war. But for, like, this, this truce and celebration, like, cross-army celebration to happen for, like, upwards of, like, six days or right. something in places... God, yeah. that's incredible. Basically, Christmas helped bring them a momentary peace. Mm-hmm. And, uh, all right. I love that. That's a good story. Yeah. Thank you, Daddy. Ah, uh, what? What? So, what is the bright side to Christmas? Uh, well, I think we can find some bright sides to Christmas. Of no course. problem. I mean, I think the dark part, the tragedy part, of course, is that we totally appropriated holidays because we didn't <laughs> want pagans to be celebrating paganism anymore. Classic white people. Yeah, love that. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. Yeah. But uh, the bright side. So what, what What do you got? Well, first off, it does promote a day of love and peace. Yes. Even though there are a ton of families. No matter what like gods or God you believe in or yeah. don't believe in. It is generally regarded as a peace day. And, yeah. And even though there are a ton of families that don't get to be together on the day or don't have families they can go to, they have secondary families or chosen families and other people who they love who they can take a, a moment to share mm-hmm. their love with each other. Yeah, given that it's a national holiday and, and so much of, like, I know that, like, the entertainment industry is, like, shut down right. Uh, right now. And a lot of industries are. Like, there's a big amount of time where people can freely do what they want to. And a lot of people spend that with family or friends or go on a vacation or do, you know, the things that they need to do and just relax, take a break. And so it's this pagan holiday has turned, has become a, a time, kind of a pagan holiday again. Yeah. Like, like... You know, a lot of people, it's very much about Jesus and it's about, about that situation. But for a lot of people, with that out of it, it's just time to spend with your family and, you know. And love, love your family. And giving gifts as a symbol of, like, appreciation and love to people. Yeah. And I love that. And, uh, and you know, eating. Yeah. Mm. Yes. That's the bright side for me is the food. Yes. Yum, yum, yum. Mm-hmm. Cranberry sauce and deliciousness. Yep. Um, what else? So, okay, for a brief moment in history, people looked at each other and said, you know what? Let's all try to be together as one. Mm-hmm. Like, you've got the, the Lord of Misrule, which is, like, a weird way for rich and poor people to, like, connect. I want to bring that fucking back. Which is great. Yeah. It would be so much fun. And, like, the essence of Christmas is generally stronger than that of the people who are Grinches. Sure. Also, when people actually use the holiday and the spirit it's become of peace and love and acceptance, it has the power to stop wars. Yeah, wow. You know, like, if you think about it, it literally stopped one of the world's worst wars that we've ever had. Sure. For the one, big one. The sixth state, yeah. yeah. And it's, you know, and here's the thing. We did culturally appropriate a ton of holidays mm-hmm. into it, right? But if you kind of look at it, because we've done it for so long, it's kind of a melting pot holiday. So mm-hmm. in a way, we almost take pieces of everyone's celebration right. and and say your version is valid too. Yeah. And if you kind of look at it that way, I mean, it's still like, don't well, appropriate are... shit from people, but right. like, if you're going to do it, we this is the best way to do it. Sure. I like that, like, like it feels like the initial Christian church was like, you're not doing that anymore, you're doing this. So the origins are kind of 
really shady of Christmas. Right. But now it has become a kind of like, what's your tradition? Right. Tamales? You know, what, what's yeah. your tradition? Midnight Mass? What's your, you know, how do you do it? Exactly. And uh, and then when, the, so it gives people of across cultures a way to talk about like, oh, this is what we do for Christmas. Oh, interesting. We do this for Christmas. Right. You know? And what, every, what what kind of things does your family do? Well, I was going to say, Christmas? yeah, because every family has their own special things. Right. And when I was younger, we would on my birthday, December eleventh, nineteen eighty five, we would uh, we would get a tree, and, uh-huh. and all my, all of our chosen family would come over, and we would decorate the tree together, mm-hmm. and then we would sing the twelve days of Christmas. <laughs> but we would do it with there's like twenty plus people. And so everyone would take, uh, you get like three to five of the different days, and you'd sit. And as you're singing, when your day came up, you'd pop up and sing, and then you'd sit back down. Wow. And it's super fun, because everyone's jumping up and down in the middle okay. of the song. sure. And uh, one year, my friend Kathy Legue got the first four days, and then the final <laughs> day. So she, for the f- the four days, she'd have to be like, four, da-da-da-da, three, da-da-da-da, two, da-da-da. Jumping up and down. Oh, in a pear tree. Yeah. Every single time. She's like... It was such a leg workout. I bet. <laughs> and, <laughs> but, it, you know, it's it just – and you, every time we finish, we just laugh. Mm-hmm. And it's just great. Of course, you did grow up in a Muppet movie. Yeah. So that's fun. <laughs> how, about, <laughs> how about you? <laughs> well, my current – so we, we've had a lot of traditions over, over time. There's there's uh, Christmas Eve that we're, we do and there's a Christmas Day and there's – now we do a – now we do the big Christmas thing on Boxing Day because that way – the married people can celebrate with both families. And right. so, um, but my favorite new tradition for our Christmas actually uh, was started by my husband. We're about to have the second annual Christmas murder mystery party. How fun! Where friends of the family and the family get together and we all get characters. My husband puts it all together. It's his gift to the, the our family, you know. And he and my mom basically plan the whole thing. I love this. And this year it's murder in Margaritaville. where we're And so we all get up into costumes and we all have, so we do a murder mystery at my mom's house every year now. That's going to be so we're much fun. We're going into the second annual and I'm so excited about it. So Who do you think's going to die this year? I don't know, but I hope it's my niece again. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Last year, we all got together and killed my niece, and it was so fun. And then we all decided to just let us get away with it. That's amazing. <laughs> she must have been so pissed. She's great. She's I a great sport it. about it. She did makeup and everything. She, she did. She was this Hollywood starlet, and then she did makeup for that and stuff. And then she, when she got killed, she then went and did ghost Hollywood starlet makeup. I can't even believe it. She was great. She's, That's she's amazing. a huge sport. So I, I kind of hope she does it again because she gets so into it. Yeah. You know? so, I wonder, yeah. she, she run around with a giant puff. Uh, you know how they're like makeup, and they slap the face with a giant thing, and it's yeah, like no, oof. no. She's she does it way more specific than that. Okay, yeah. Well, maybe she'll Come just on. smack you in the face with it. Makeup. Yeah, another reason not to give it to her. <laughs> so yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm going to spend some real time with them, and that's great. I love that. Yeah, and I know you're getting away, and I hope our listeners get some really great time with themselves, their family, or their family of choice this Christmas season, this holiday season. Yeah. Uh, thanks for bringing this topic. I love it. It's a wonderful primer for yeah. our next uh, next Christmas episode. Yeah, you know, can't, which we can't wait for. I can't wait. Uh. And also, it's wild to think that the next time that you'll you all will be hearing us will be 2019. True. See you next year, everybody. Yeah. I hope you have a wonderful holiday season and happy New Year. Yes. And have a wonderful Christmas, Jason T. Gaffney, with your family. Yes, you too. Merry Christmas, Kevin. Hill. Merry Christmas. Bye. Bye. God bless us, everyone.
We hope you've liked this episode of The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. If you did, please throw us some stars and give us a review on iTunes. It really helps others find the show. And if you didn't, just keep it to yourself or tell your diary. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at BrightsideKandJ and on Facebook at The Bright Side with Kevin and Jason. All our past episodes are also streaming on our website www.thebrightsidewithkevinandjason.com Until next week, don't forget to look, look on, on the, the Bright, bright Side! side.